Hey everyone, it's Jeff Anderson from Modern Combat and Survival, and for this week's podcast, I went back and I dug into our archives for an old interview I did with one of our network instructors, Boss Rutten. Now, if you've ever followed the UFC or any of the no-holds-barred type fighting, especially in the old days, then you know that Boss was an absolute monster inside the octagon. And there was one thing that really helped him stand out and really become a champion. And it wasn't just the over 200 deadly street fights that he was in before the UFC. It was his ability to read an attacker, to be able to know what that person's weak spot is, right, just from looking at him. Now imagine what you could do if you could read your attacker, whether it was in a, a confrontation in a parking lot or in a bar or even in a, a criminal-type ambush. What if you could read your attacker and find out what their weak spot is and exploit it with the best follow-up attack? Think about how that would make you more prepared. Well, Boss had some really good tips in this interview that I thought was worth breaking this back out and handing it to you. Now, it also comes with another apology because our technology back in those days was not very good. So, the audio quality, not the best. But, there are some good nuggets of information in there. And to add to it, Boss has an accent. So, you know, between, between those two, um, you'll have to strain a little bit. I recommend listening to it with some headphones, but there is some really good information in there from a master at reading an attacker. So, go ahead and check this out now. If bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. When you're facing someone who is intent on fighting you, you may have only a fraction of a second to find your target and make your decision on the best way to defend yourself. To accomplish this, it helps develop a skill of reading your attacker and looking for that opening. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Anderson. I have with me now someone who has made it his business to spot an attacker's weakness and exploit it as quickly and as viciously as possible. I'm talking about UFC legend Boss Rudin. Boss, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Jeff. Yeah, glad to be here. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking some time with us. Now, everybody out there, listen, Boss has won over 200 deadly street fights and is one of the most dynamic and versatile fighters of the sport of no-holds-barred combat. But he's also one of the few guys who's been able to successfully translate his experience to a street defense scenario, and he's covered some of his greatest strategies in the best-selling Boss Rutan's big DVDs of combat. And I can sum up my view of this training like this. You have to get these DVDs. That's not a suggestion. That's not my opinion. That's an order. Uh, and listen, you can go and pick these up over at his website. You can find out more about Boss and his training at www.bossrutten.com. That's B-A-S-R-U-T-T-E-N.com. Now, Boss, our members aren't typically the octagon type of guys. I mean, they're, they're mostly men and women who want to learn how to defend themselves in a violent encounter. So it's not like they're squaring off each week with another skilled opponent that somebody rings a bell and it's, okay, let's go for it. So let me ask you this question. Based upon your experience, 
if someone finds himself facing off with an attacker, not like a, a surprise attack or anything like that, goes from a shoving match or whatever in the bar, and they're squaring off, and this person doesn't have the element of surprise, they don't have the chance to kind of talk their way out of it, what signs should someone look for to be able to identify that person's weak spot and then take advantage of it? Well, that's going to be a difficult one, and, and, and you know, you can divide it into, as you can divide it in, like what you said in a bar, but you, you know, you always have the competition on the street also, for instance, a robbery. You know, at first you try to get them off guard, ask them a question if they cried when they were watching ETLA under, under the bridge or cold, and maybe that throws them off, and then you can find a weak spot there. But, uh, nah, that's it. Um, confidence, that's, that's what you're going to look at first. You know, if you look at a guy and the guy is standing in front of you, imagine with the weapon, it is a robbery and, and he's looking over his shoulder the whole time and looking backwards, that, that guy is very nervous. It's the guy that comes to you, very calm, methodical, you know, watches, looks around, very nice and relaxed, looks you in the eye. Those guys you have to watch out for most of the time. Um, uh, if he has a weapon, um, if he has a weapon, does he have a weapon? It, what kind of weapon? Is it a gun? Is it a knife? Did he already shot somebody? Because if he shot somebody, you know, now and he doesn't wear a mask, now you're going to be a victim, now you're going to be a witness. So chances are he's going to kill you too, so you really have to do something. Still there, very difficult to find a weak spot. Um, Knife, uh, uh, knife defenses are way more difficult than a gun defense. If you've got a gun on you, I would say close the distance and you don't realize it. But if you grab a gun by the barrel, you know, the whole, the whole weapon is gone. You know, there's only one way the bullet can go out. And if you stop that by just holding the barrel and make sure you don't aim it at yourself, then it shouldn't be a problem at all. Knife, more difficult because, um, you know, they can slide and slip and stab from all angles. And uh, if you've got a really good knife fighter, that's very difficult. But, again, like I said, it's very difficult. you got to see if they're nervous or not, and hopefully with that you can find a weak spot. Now, if you're in a street fight, a normal street fight, you, uh, like yeah, this guy comes to you and they said something about your wife, and you got to do something against you, can throw them off by asking them the same question again. Sometimes, you know, comedy works, and that's only a fact. That's um, it's a nice little thing that you can try. First of all, you look at the stance. What kind of stance do they do? You know, if it's like a kung fu stance, and it stands all like the old uh, Bruce Lee movies, I said, then please go in and knock this guy out. If he stands in a long stance, like a nice son who takes a boxing, boxing stance, it's more difficult because now, you know, he's probably a boxer or maybe even a tie boxer. If his stance are more up high, chances are he's a tie boxer. A little bit lower, and his shoulders are nice and relaxed, you know. That will be a box. You've got to watch out for that. Maybe he's squatting a little bit. That's probably the restless. You have to watch out for that. Mm. Now, if this is on the street, I would say, and, and the guy's right-handed, so his left foot is the front, I say you got a lot of space, first of all. I would move to the right. If he's right-handed, stay away from his power. Also, if you move to the right, you stay away from when he shoots on you, you know, when he tries to go for a takedown. Make sure you keep angling, keep angling, and let him throw a few punches. Now you've got to find his weak spots. And you do that by way of faking. For instance, you fake a low, uh, like a left straight to the body. I call it me straight. So it's not a jab with me because my stance is very square. So that makes it very, it gives you a very hard left straight. Punch to the body real fast. See how his reaction is. Some people, they bring their hands down in like a 
instead of a panic reaction or a death the case, you get the roots up right there. You do it again, exactly the same, but now you follow it up in the right straight. Because if you do it again, he brings his hands down again, uh, open comes the head, and bada bing, bada boom, right there, a right straight, almost does the trick. Bring your knee up one time. Just bring your leg up a little bit. See how he reacts on that again. I tell you, I, I, I train with pros, pro tie boxes, and still, if you lift just your knee up, they think it's going to be a kick. Uh, if, you lift his, if you lift your knee up and he brings his hands down again, that's another weak spot. Uh, wait a little bit, because otherwise he might know it's a setup. Throw some punches, keep moving to the right again, and then suddenly you lift up your knee again. Now if you block, that's the time for the Superman punch right there, because if you bring your knee up and he brings his hands down, head comes open. But I've been, again, on the head would be a good thing. i got to tell you this, though, and I don't see this in much more slots, with a Superman punch, you're closing the distance really fast. So I always suggest use an elbow instead of a right straight because you're closing the distance so fast. If it's a right straight and his face is too close, you take the power away, you know. Imagine this. The longer any strike travels, the more power it has. So in a short distance, an elbow can strike better than a right straight. So always straight. Distance is pretty much the most important thing there is in fighting. Now, what uh, more weak spots? If he gives you a right straight, what does he do with his left hand? If he gives you a jab or a left hook, what does he do with his right hand? If you see a drop, well, then you know that's another weak spot. Now you got to fake him out. And for instance, stick your face forward. That's the thing that I did in um, in Because you see me actually doing it. I'm standing very weird. I bring my I let my guard all the way down. And I stick my head out. <laughs> Chances are it's going to hit you with a right straight. At the moment, and he did to my opponent. At the moment he gave a right straight, I kicked under the defense to the river and he went down. So that's a nice little thing that comes with it. Which can be also because you know now that his left hand is going to drop. You know, stick your face out, and it meant that he punches. You know, his left hand is going to drop. You counter, you block that punch by moving your upper body to the right, and you're blocking that with your left hand to the side, and because you're already on load up, bam, right straight on the head, because that side is not, uh, it, it, it doesn't defend that side. Mm. Um, more weak spots are going to be very <clears throat> difficult, because, yeah, what are you going to do? You don't know anything about the guy. Things are, um, another hint that I give you, if you set somebody up, you can do it once or twice. Never repeat the same thing three times in a row, because that's always, because when he might pick up on that, and he's going to counter your counter, and you have to watch out. Now, on the street, use anything that you have. You know, I mean, in a whole time I was fighting a street fight, I used bikes. I had this one guy I fought with three guys. I was throwing bikes at the guys. Because they have to catch him or they have to defend him. That's the moment you go in. Everybody, and I say it on my DVD, underestimates the kick to the groin. Bam, use the kick to the groin. Another great weapon is a headbutt. Nobody does a headbutt. You know, in headbutt, there's also something very intimidating about it. People who throw headbutts are crazy. That's what other people think. I'm, I'm really I'm teaching my daughters to give a headbutt. You hear what? A little lower than your hairline, and you hit right in the face, not on the head, because you're going to hurt yourself. My wife thinks that I'm doing it, but nobody's going to expect it from a girl. Now, and especially on close distance, and especially self-defense, somebody got you uh, with his hands around your throat, he's not going to stand with his 
let's say, front of him and protecting his uh, groin. No, he's standing wide for balance. So the groin is open, and once the groin is open, you kick there, and there's another headbutt right there waiting for you. Also, after a headbutt, follow it up. Don't stop there. Headbutt, he flies backwards. That's it, time for an elbow or a right strike. Now, if you take the whole fight inside, it's going to be different, of course. Because inside, yeah, what are you going to do? If the fight is right away at on, he can't fight. There's no time to fight weak spots on your opponent. So what I say, throw things. You know, glasses, bottles, in some stage, ashtrays, because that's still illegal there smoking. People, grab people, throw them in front of you. This works very good. Jump behind people. And again, the kick to the groin, the hot part, very important. Use a bar stool. Anything that you get your hands on, throw it at your opponent. He has to block it. At the moment he blocks it, he's open. He exposes himself. And bada bing, bada boom, as I always say, you go right in for the kill. Now, in the street fight, never stop. Stop when he's down. down. That's it. You know? Now, yeah. If the guy is drunk, I always suggest... Just see if you can choke him out. Um, if you're really drunk and you just attacks, you know, you don't want to mess this guy up. Yeah. And here's what, I, here's what I really like about what you're saying, too, because it's not about waiting to read your opponent. What I like about you, and this comes across in your DVDs as well, is make your opponent respond and show their weak spot. Like, you might, if you're just squaring off with somebody, number one, everybody that's listening to this, you need to go back and listen to this a couple of times because the information that Boss just gave about if their stance is this way, then expect them to come in high. If their stance is like this, expect them to come in low. That's gold right there. And as far as reading somebody without them first showing you maybe an opening, that might give you an indication right there. But, Boss, what I like about what you're saying is to – and, again, I've seen this in your DVDs, and you talk about this a lot, whereas different ways that you can make your opponent – subconsciously show where their weak spot is and then how to go in there and attack it. So that's great, great information. Hey, listen, everybody, um, go over to Boss's website. There's some great information. Listen to uh, this recording over and over again. He just jammed a whole bunch of stuff in there for you. But listen, you've got to go and get these DVDs. This isn't like one or two DVDs. This thing is freaking jam-packed. So, again, go over to uh, com. That's B-A-S. R-U-T-T-E-N dot com. Boss, thanks so much, man. I really appreciate you uh, giving our members some great information. You're welcome. You're welcome. And then about the DVDs, this is a true story you can ask. DJ Penn called me before he started his run, and he said, Boss, I got your DVDs, and I got to tell you they're the best instructor I've ever seen. And this is a true story. And I didn't ask him for it. So, yes, I think... They're loaded. It's over 12 hours of footage. You're going to get nuts. No slow motions and no replays to fill up that stuff. Now, if you want to see it again, you just hit the back button. Yeah, it's great. And also, there's a lot of shots of Boss's uh, competitions in there where he shows actually how he delivered something, uh, how he used a certain technique, so you get to see it in real life there. So, Boss, great job on those DVDs, man. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, like you said, I can't explain everything in five minutes. So, um, yeah, just way, way, way more on those two videos. Thank yeah. you very much for this time. All right, thanks, bud. Okay, everyone, it's Jeff again from Modern Combat and Survival. Now, hopefully you got some really great advice out of that interview. And if it was hard to listen to, go ahead and listen through it again. I'm sure that you probably are going to get used to Boss's accent as well as the sound quality. You'll be able to pull a little bit more out the second time through. It's a short audio, but there's some really great information in there. And follow these tactics, take some notes, and really start to put them into use just in your everyday life and how you read people. Because the time that it's going to come to a confrontation 
that's when you're really going to need these skills. So go ahead and listen to it again, take notes, and enjoy the next broadcast. And until the next time we meet, this is Jeff Anderson saying train hard, stay safe, prepare now. Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.